You are listening to Splinters of Jade, the Legend of the Five Rings role-playing game actual play podcast. Your game master is Chris Garvey. The needs of one are inconsequential to the needs of so many. Cooney Garu is played by Buell Richardson. The look on Garu's face becomes one of controlled rage. Kitsuki Akira is played by Steve Lanslow Bartolome. They'd tell us, but then we'd ha- he'd have to kill us. And Yogo Sojimo is played by Bren Thorson. I don't see why not. I guess we follow. Now, on with our show. We open up with a training montage of Kitsuki Akira learning to swing the sword in all new ways, refining his techniques. It'll cut over to him doing archery and firing at targets, sometimes accompanied by Kuniguru and other times not. Crossfade over, and we see Yogo Sojibo walking through the town on his own. Now, just a quick question for you guys. What have you been doing with the medallions? Uh, yeah, what have what we medallion? been doing? The ones that medallions. basically say that we are here under a... No. Uh, okay, different. No, the false ring medallions. Oh. Oh, those! Oh, I, I, oh, the the little trinkets, the the false ring medallions. Yes. What are we doing with those? Uh, I forgot we had those. That would be, you know, probably just keeping them in a bag. Are you keeping them on your person, or are you keeping them back in your room? I would think the safest uh, place would be on uh, Yogo. <laughs> I don't know about that. Probably on Kitsuki, I think. Okay, uh, yeah, I can carry them if if you guys think it'll yeah. be safer. But either way, it's they're on us, not uh, in the room where they could get stolen. Like, which ones do we have? We have false ring of fire, water, Earth and water. Or, okay, and those are the only three that we have. Yes, I thought we had four, but no, we don't. Yeah, no. we don't have air and we don't have void. As Yogo Sojibo is walking around town, he makes his way out to a shrine just on the edge of town, and he sees the telltale signs of a scorpion dead drop okay i am i alone you are very much alone okay just checking i just wanted to because you said dead drop but you never said where like so I, i'm assuming this is some secluded area then uh yeah it's it's out just on the outskirts of town at a little shrine yeah uh, I will look for anything that is pertaining to me. 
or anything like that is addressed to like the clan. But other than that, I'll just leave everything else there. So you don't see anything directly addressed to you, but for Yogo in particular, there's a small package wrapped up in paper and string. And it says, we have found this artifact. We believe that it is something dark, something magical. It was found around the neck of a hanged child in the woods. You open up the package and you see a medallion. Much like the others that you've found. And it is a pale green. And it has a spiral to it. Hmm. Uh, Yogo, uh, uh, Sojibo just kind of eyes narrow behind their mask and he takes it and kind of secrets it about into his sleeve and puts a note that says, uh, I have a suspicion of what this is in Yogo code uh, or Scorpion general code for anybody who, who just for security reasons. I know what this medallion is and what this person is doing. Contact Yogo Sojabo for more information. Uh, you notice that written in an almost invisible ink are some coordinates, some directions on where to find where this was retrieved. Mm-hmm. So you'd be able to go and investigate the scene if you wished. Yeah, I wish, but I don't wish to do it alone. So I will report, go back to uh, the dojo and find Kitsuki Akira and uh, Kuniguru. Are they busy right now? They're just finishing up an archery lesson, and you can Mm -hmm. see that Sai is doing some sword work of his own. Kitsuki, Kuni, please, uh, if you would join me on the veranda for a moment. Of course. Bounty of the structure, and thank you for the lesson. And Guru puts away all his equipment, make sure everything's well taken care of before he actually puts it back to where it goes. Then he will join. I wait at the veranda looking uh, towards the direction where I think the the coordinates are. And you said it's in the woods. Is it in the Shinnaman or is it in like a small fort, like a small thicket of woods or whatever? It would be on the edge of the Shinnaman is your on the end of the edge of the sh- Okay. Uh, yeah. Once Guru gets there, it's like, what's up? Wait for Kitsuki Akira. Kitsuki shows up. 
I, w- I will f- subtly uh, if you need to me make a ch- if you need me to make a check to hide it from anybody because I I, ex- I, I, mean, I I would have kicked anybody out, but I'm also keeping an eye out for spying servants. And I kind of subtly sh- flash the the medallion. It seems our blue friend was in the area recently. We should go investigate. I was informed of some coordinates where they found a child hung with this medallion on around their neck. With the mention of it being a child that was hung, the look on Guru's face becomes one of controlled rage. A slight retcon. Uh, I was looking at the map and I forgot that there's a few mountains in the way of the Shinnaman. So it's in the foothills of the mountains, not quite to the yeah. Shinnaman. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. By contrast, Akira has a uh, weary, not again look on his face. If you think you know where this happened, I agree. I believe we should investigate very much so yes or whether the emerald champion has dictated us to do so or not i believe it is our purview as emerald magistrates as well as shugenja i shall go as well because of my um new patroness yes I would expect that you would join us for you are also a magistrate. But you say you believe what you know where it is, Sojabo? I I was given some coordinates. Ah, then shall we? Yes, Yes. and I, I, I... And suddenly not asking where he got the coordinates because I think I know. Ancient Scorpion secrets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guru automatically assumes. Yeah. He'd tell us, but then we'd ha- he'd have to kill us. <laughs> yeah. Or at least try. That's true. Are you going to communicate that you're leaving to anybody else? Are you getting anybody besides the three of you? Probably the guards at the gate. Uh, we will inform them. I will. That's what I would do. Guru is going to let uh, Koyu know that he is heading out to do a little bit of not necessarily exploration, but looking at things around the area. So Guru goes look for Koyu. find her tending to a bonsai. Actually, Ingrid starts, comes up, sits down appropriate distance to be formal, but close enough to be personal. And he observes the, the bonsai and admires it. Koyu, 
I wanted to let you know that Akira Sojabal myself will be doing a little bit of looking around outside of the castle. We have seen some things that are not well, but we don't want to alarm anyone. And you promise that you will return? If you see anything flashy, send guards. Otherwise, I will be back. I need to see how this bonsai turns out. And which direction should I be looking? And you said it was to the northeast? Chris? Uh, This is directly to the east, are the coordinates. And so that was basically the direction that Sojibo was looking. It was towards the east. Yes. So I'd assume that since that's the right direction he was looking. If what Sojibo, the way Sojibo was looking is correct, look to the east. That's where we'll be traveling and inspecting. As I said, if anything is wrong, you will see some something very flashy. I will keep an eye out. I don't expect there to be any issues. I just wanted to let you know that way if something was, you at least knew. Please be safe. I will do my best to stay safe for you. You can barely see a blush come to her cheeks. The magistrates meet on the east end of town and begin heading into the foothills. There's very little in the way of problems. It's a clear trail, and as they're going along, they're hearing this just the general noises of nature. Birds chirping, the occasional twig snapping. And then everything goes silent. The air is still, not a breeze is blowing. And goes to the katana hilt. The is nugget now that comes off his shoulder. Do we see anything? Are we in the woods? You're in the woods at this point. Alright. As you're looking around, you see a rope that has been cut and worn by weather. That's the other two. Point over. Kitsuki, take a look at that. Try and see if you can find any, uh, I don't know, clues? (laughs) Evidence? (laughs) I'm on it. What it is Kitsuki's look for. Okay, so... investigating seeing what this is so what would that be so are you going to so you're not analyzing because it's not something specific uh this is probably going to be a survey 
So water makes sense. Okay. Uh, what skill should I use? Uh, my brain's having to switch back from playing D&D because &D it would be <laughs> investigate easily. Yes. This is going to be survival. Uh, would you like the TN or would you like a void point? Oh, I'll take the void point and use it. One additional black die, I believe. Yes, and you get to keep one additional die. Uh, can I provide assistance? Yes, you may. Yeah, um, I don't believe I have any ranks in survival, and I just realized I don't have my character sheet open. Oh, no. Is Guru going to provide assistance or is yes. he going to provide security? Um, actually, no, Guru's going to provide security because yeah. he doesn't trust really what's going on here. He's got a. Uh, yeah, I have no ranks in survival, so it's oh. a black die. Okay, so. Yeah, you see, Guru has rocket eye in hand and ready for anything. Okay, four success, one opportunity, and two strife. All right, so that allows you one bonus success. It was a TN three. Okay. Uh, what would you like with the opportunity? Uh, an additional detail. Um, that would be two opportunities. Oh. What, I, what can I do with one? Uh, you can remove two strife. I'll negate that strife then. Yeah, and you can remove an additional strife from whatever you've got. Okay. All right. So as you're looking around, or you can perform it efficiently and more quickly, or saving extra supplies so it doesn't take as long. Oh, I'll do it quickly. All right. So right away, you notice that the ground has been trampled in an area around where the uh, below the rope. You can see how the grass has been disturbed and some branches have been broken, even though some time has passed. And you can you think you can follow them into the woods and track them down without too much difficulty. You also get kind of this chill down your spine of something's watching you. Okay. Well, see what happened here. They 
they were in the group here. They waited until the child was dead and then went that, that way. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to slip into void stance, meditation, and look around with my uh, eye. Do I get the benefit of uh, Katsuki method with this? Not with your eye. Not with the eye. Okay. That is three success. You see a small figure just about three feet off the ground floating there its cold eyes watching you. Step up to him. Look at him. Did you volunteer for this? It was my duty. It was your duty. What was my duty? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the child. Oh, the ghost is still here. You you remember the last time we had this? We had to deal with the ghost. Yes. So the spirit is still bound here? It is. Can you use your new fangled falcon ways to somehow unbound it? I think that's how he can see it. Okay, player is at a loss here. The character probably would uh, know how to how to uh, proceed. So, all right. So you got a couple options. You could interrogate this ghost, uh, which would be a very Kitsuki thing to do. Uh, you could also try your hand at using some of the Falcon sword techniques to free the soul from this plane. Oh. Or both. You could do both. I could you do could, both. Yeah, yeah. You could do one and then the other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to gently uh, talk to the ghost, um, interrogate it. Uh, any ideas on what we, could, what we should ask him? Does he recognize this? And basically, we'll pull out uh, the air and sh- and show them the other three that we have. Okay, pull out the other three. All of them together are humming as they vibrate, uh, resounding off of each other. An ethereal hand reaches up to his chest, feels around, and then goes back down. So you're the ones. And you think the uh, elements are out of balance. I'm going to have you do a courtesy charm. Real quick, just to see how well you're getting along with them. Uh, let's see. Again, I can give you the TN, or you can get a void point. Uh, charm is what ring? Water. Water. 
Give me the void point and I'll spend it. Don't have any in courtesy, so. Uh, can the others see or hear this ghost or just Katsuki? Just Katsuki. If yeah, Katsuki okay. entreated it to show itself, then the others would be able to see and hear. Okay, so courtesy turn first. And that's what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, to success. All right, that's all you needed. Oh, could you show yourself so that my um, companions can see and hear you? And the child seems to get brighter to Kitsuki and then dims back down to its normal lighting hue. Kuniguru and Yogo Sojibo are able to see this child now. Wonderful, thank you. Looking at the child, is there, can we estimate how old, if they're from this area? They're probably around seven or eight years old. Do they look like they're a local or they might have been some that came from a different area? Uh, I'm going to have you do a culture air or fire if you're going to theorize or analyze. Uh, or you could do it as a void if you're going to just go with a hunch. You said culture? Yes. Did you want the TN or a void point? I'm going to take the void point. Two successes, two opportunities, and two strife. Or two advantages, right. two strife. And uh, which approach did you take? Were you analyzing, sensing, or theorizing? I was analyzing. Okay. Uh, you are unable to tell where they're from. It's peasant garb. And so it just looks like a peasant to you. Okay. What would you like to do with those opportunities? Uh, what can I do with them? There's two opportunities. Uh, you can learn the character's demeanor. You can notice an interesting detail about them. How much is it for the demeanor? Uh, it's just one. Is it one for uh, the interesting characteristic? That's two. That's two. I'm going to go with an interesting characteristic. All right. You notice that on the back of their wrist, there seems to be, you're not sure if it's a tattoo or a brand or a scar, but it's a long line with, two little points coming out kind of like a Y shape if there was a line in the middle mm. so Brew will uh, follow that away like, my friend here said that you I'm, a, I'm guessing based on the half of the conversation we got 
but you said it was your duty to die and be hung? Yes. Guru looks very pensive about asking another question. He's rather upset that it was a child that has died for this. Uh, Why was it your duty? I don't know. It's the only way that everything would go back to being fixed. And if I didn't, then who would? So in other words, you were told that it was your duty, but not why it specifically was your duty rather than someone else's. Why it is the duty of a child who has much more for their life than it is for a Shugenja or a Samurai or an elder. Guru looks over at Akira with a look of, I need to step back. And then Gru will literally take a step back. Akira nods. I would have amounted to nothing, but this way, I can save the world, the needs of one are inconsequential to the needs of so many. Kara sighs, shakes his head. Do you know what next they have planned? Since you are the chosen, I can tell you. Raids is not my proud of this. To the northeast. They're waiting for you. At a place where earth, water, air, and fire all meet. Oh, does this feel like a trap or what? Dear child, what is the name of your leader? He is the great monk, Faro. How many men does he have with him? Oh, wait, why am I asking a peasant shirt? Because peasants, I, I forget, like, I keep forgetting that counting is a learned skill, and a lot of people yeah. forget that. Oh, yes, what is the use of asking a small child what... Uh, is there a lot of men or a few men with him able to fight? I don't know how many can fight. There's other monks and there's fighters. There's more than my fingers. So many men. Damn. If I knew they were waiting for us, I would have brought an army with us. Of course, that worked very well last time. Never mind. Maybe it's just us. 
Could be just us. Is there anything else we need from this child, or can Katsuki free them? I have no further questions. All right, so you'll do a martial arts melee using Boyd. Okay. This is a TN3, since you're still learning it. Okay, I got three successes. All right. So you're able to do the ritual and sever its tether to the earth, and it's able to pass on. Do the uh, medallions feel any different now that I've freed his spirit? They're still humming, uh, and so there's no real difference. Hmm. It's as if the medallions are reacting to each other. Yes, they're they're resonating with each other. Okay. Hmm. And and during the time that a kid is doing the ritual, Guru is looking in the direction that everything ha- everyone headed. He has the look on his face that he wants to head out right now, but he knows he can't. I don't see why not. I guess we follow. And Yogo, for a change, will head off in that direction. Are you two coming? Hmm. Gru seems he Gru starts falling, but he seems to be a little bit uh cautious and unsure of himself. Um also uh if I need to make a check to spot any hidden uh enemies or anybody else watching us, uh just let me know. I'll let you know if that comes up. Yeah. As you're walking along, you can because you're now being aware of it, the humming of the four medallions is growing ever louder and more intense as you go along. Just almost imperceptibly, but you're on high alert. You're going in the right direction. Or maybe the wrong one, considering how you look at it. Uh, yes. I'm going to trigger Sojibo's paranoia, though. All right. Yes, it seems that stealth is quite useless. Great. I was hoping to sneak up on them, but the medallions don't seem to be want that. Let me just mark that. That is a lot. I was already at four, but I get a void point. I am full on void points. After a night of walking, you clear the mountain pass that you were going through. And you see yourself on the doorstep to the Shinneman Forest. Okay. All you see is land and trees. Uh, There's a trail going into the woods. With a survival check, you can be able to track them. 
Uh, I'm going to do a quick, because uh, I, I remember this from uh, The Knotted Tail. I think that was what it was. Is that what? Uh, just a sec. Just a sec. Oh, Trail of Shadows, not Knotted Tail. Knotted Tail is the adventure. But I'm going to start making offerings to the forest spirits. So to let us pass. Okay. So if you want, uh, I don't know what that would be, if that would be a ritual or if it would just be a general theology check. I'm thinking theology. If Sojibo mentions any of this, Gru will assist. Okay. Yeah, I will. Uh, we, We should quickly make offerings to the forest. So less bad things will happen. Agreed. Yes. And Guru seems to be a little bit uh, distracted. What, what ring would this be? You are making sacrifices, so... I could see that you might do earth as recalling what you want to use. Mm-hmm. Could be void going with your instincts. Theorizing. The possibilities of what you might need. Honestly, you could do charm for water. You could do any approach, and I think I'll let you choose what approach you're going to do. And will base kind of how the spirits react off of that. Okay, well, my gut is telling me void. Just because that's like the everything and nothing at the same time. And also it has to do with sacrifice in uh, combat. So yoga is going to use void, despite it being a low ring for them. (laughs) Okay. Do you want want the TM? No, I want a void point. So I'm going to spend that (laughs) void point immediately and get that extra black dice that I need to make it actually worth it. And you were assisting, Guru, right? Yes. Akira, you were assisting? I forgot about that. Do you have theology? Yes, I do. All right. I'm say being around us, he probably picks up some. Yeah. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh wait, no, that's five successes. One, two, uh, two opportunity and two strife. Wow. Record that. Well, you definitely succeeded. You actually got bonus successes there. Mm-hmm. It was a TN2, so you have three bonus successes. So it's going to be a bit more powerful. And it's going to affect the other rings a bit more. Mm-hmm. So you're very successful in your yeah. sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you use in your uh, sac- in your offerings? Probably everything like that. Uh, not everything I have, but one of everything I have for the offerings, because I don't remember exactly what we picked up for offering wise. 
uh, and I totally it's forgot to make a new. Yeah. yeah, and I totally forgot to make a last. Uh, shoot, you need to tell us when we have downtime, Chris. I'm sorry. Um, it's just uh, just a reminder that we have downtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we can basically do the little shopping more shopping and some downtime activities because there is a downtime section of the game that we are vastly underutilizing yet absolutely need for some of us like me <laughs> i miss a space case and i totally forget about uh my wards and making wards in time for the next session but i don't know if we had downtime um so you would have had downtime yeah i just the other two not so much Mm-hmm. We had downtime. Yeah, we had downtime. We had a train. Yeah. And downtime was learning the Falcon rituals. No, that was training time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, well, I'll do that off screen because I'm just going to do an embrace of Kenro Jijin. Uh, I'll do that off screen here, like soon. Uh, okay. But yeah, basically, I take like. Uh, what I would use for fire, earth, wind, and water, and I just kind of, you know, place them at a nearby shrine because I'm pretty sure at the end of this pass, there's probably a shrine because there's always a shrine. Yes. And if there isn't, there's a shrine. Yeah. Especially here because it's probably trying to either uh, protect this area or protect people from this area <laughs> so i just make offerings completely to this spirit and to basically the general spirits of the area all right so you feel like you've given what you need to and you've got safe passage into the shinaman regardless the place gives you the chills and as you're going along you feel the omnipresent pressure of being watched. You can hear the trees. And I will use just a, just, just a sec. I, I totally forgot to spend the two opportunity I had. Uh, oh, I'm yes. going to choose. Feel a chill down your spine and notice a sudden silence, detect sign of supernatural. Um, and get a more precise location with those two. So like the general direction of where it is. You know, most you you feel from all around, but you can feel some specific entities uh, off to your left as you're walking into the forest. You hear the trees creaking just very, very heavy, almost as if somebody's pushing over trees. And there almost feels like you've seen the same rock three or four times as you go through the forest. But you're sure that you're moving forward. Mostly because those uh, medallions, the humming becomes more and more intense. You come up to a river. And... It's blocking your path. You can go north or you can go south. You could uh, hand me one of those medallions, please. You get the fire medallion? 
Okay. So I'll take the fire medallion and I'm assuming we've got it wrapped in something. Yeah. Holding my hand, I'm going to turn towards Akira, feel what how it feels, turn towards Sojabo, because I know he has one. Then I'm going to start walking back the way we came just a little to see if I can tell any reduction in the pull or the vibrations and stuff. Then I'll come back and start heading north to see if I feel anything. It starts to feel a little bit more intense as you go north. Again, just confirm. I'll come back and I'll head south a little. And it diminishes. Come back. They went north. Then we go north. And I'll give the uh, medallion back to the kid. Bruce's going to want both hands for his uh, Naginata. The river leads you up to a couple of small mountains. Not very big at all, but too large to be called a hill. And within the mountain is a cave. The river flows is flowing from the cave. And you can feel wind moving out from the opening. Hmm. If you go in, there will be some molten earth for fire. Okay. Do we have torches or paper lanterns and like? You could make a torch fairly easily with some of the wood from the cinnamon. Okay, I collect downed wood uh, and make an offering of thanks for um, using the wood uh, and use some spare strips of cloth of myself to make the torch. All right. The air within the cave feels cold. The breeze that's blowing is flickering the flames of your torches. The only sounds that you hear are the wind and the drip of water and the crackle of the fire. The only breath that you can hear, the only heartbeats that you hear are those of you and your companions. As you press further into the cave, your only light is that of the torch. You follow the river until you come to an underground lake. The fire in your hands reflecting off the pool of water. A small island in the middle of that lake, maybe only big enough for one or two people to stand. And you can faintly see along the edges of this cavern some tapestries. You'd have to get close to them to see with the flames any details. 
same with any information that you'd get from the island. But you'd have to wade across some water to get there. The water itself only appears to be one to two feet deep. Still, let's... We can leave the island for now. I want to take a closer look at the tapestries. So each tapestry, it's old. It's threadbare and worn. Made from cheap fabrics. Nothing like you would have seen of a tapestry in a temple or the, you know, Kyudin or Shiro. Uh, these could have been made from the clothes off a person's back, for all you know. And each one has a symbol on it. In fact, there's two symbols, one above the other. There are total five tapestries? There are five tapestries. The lower symbol is very recognizable to you. It is the symbol of each of the elements. The The symbol above it is the false ring. Okay. Put down the torch in a handy place uh, where it still sheds light. You can make a sketch of these. So this will take you a bit of time to sketch them all because you'd have to go up close to each one. The, f- the light from the fire can only go so far. Right. Yeah. And then I'm also taking a look at the void symbols because that's the only one that they have not done yet. It almost looks like an eye or claws. It's hard to tell. A large claw grasping from the top with a smaller one below it, giving it kind of that eye shape, but not. Okay. While Akira's doing that, Guru is keeping his eye out everywhere as much as he can. Yeah, do we see anybody here? Is there like a... Can we see anything on that small island? Like any shadows or any light sources? You see there's something on the island. The shadows are weird. They're hard to tell what's there. Uh, You'd have to go out to the island to get a closer look. Yeah, I feel like we're going to get accosted by Gollum, but... um, (laughs) uh, What's this with my pockets is precious? Uh, So, anyways... um, Yogo not... Sojabo is going to try and get to the island and use... um, their spell that they took a long time ago and rarely get to use uh, where is it? Initial barrier, community spirits. Uh, sh- the rushing wave. There we are. Uh, as a movement action, we make a TN2. Yeah, la, 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 la. Okay. 
Uh, I guess it really doesn't matter, but I'll just use that if you need me to make a check. Because it's just like uh, I succeed during a narrative or downtime scene. You summon a gentle current that doubles the target speed across or through the water. No, you're just surfing over the top. Yeah. I'll say there's a small piece of driftwood. All right. I will use that. So you surf across the surface of the water. The light from Akira's torch reflecting off the waves, making a brilliant I thought we all had light torches. Show. Oh, did you all have torches? Okay. I mean, I mean, if you said we could easily make it, I assumed we all, th yeah. all three of us had it. Yeah. All right, so the light from your torch reflects off of the waves that you've created and speckles light all across the surface of the cave roof. Mm -hmm. You get to the island, and there's very little there, save for a wooden post driven into the ground. A spark uh, from your... A bit of uh, wood, an ember falls from your torch and lands on the ground igniting some liquid that was there and a ring oh, of, of fire goes around the island trapping you within it uh, this lights up the whole cavern and you see on that wooden post a black malachite medallion and below it, threadbare clothes and ancient bones. And let's end the episode there. Splinters of Jade is a work of fiction and is not affiliated with Edge Entertainment, Fantasy Flight Games, or Asmodee International. Music is used with permission from Darren Curtis. More of his music can be found on SoundCloud, Bandcamp, or his website, DarrenCurtisMusic.com. Our logo was designed by Nix Animalia. More of her art can be found on Etsy. Recording, editing, and sound design is by Bren Thorson. Story is conceived by Chris Garvey. You can follow us on Twitter at, at SodgePodgeRPG, Facebook at facebook.com backslash sodgepodrpg and sodgepodrpg.podbean.com You can message us at sodgepodrpg at gmail.com Please leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your podcast player of choice. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you can't grasp J-Strike it, grasp it with Earth.